0: Hi, I'm Kelsey. I'm an IVF warrior and infertility advocate using my platform to spread awareness about infertility.
1: And I'm Elizabeth. I'm a certified fertility coach, life coach, birth and bereavement doula, and new parent educator. I'm here to support and serve the tribe throughout their journey from conception to bringing your baby home and everything along the way. Welcome to the pretty little tribe podcast
0: where we talk about the dreams and dilemmas of life, fertility, parenthood, and everything in between. We hope you enjoy this
1: episode. Please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Hey there, everyone, and welcome back to the Pretty Little Tribe podcast. Today, we have Michelle Orovitz, who is an acupuncturist specializing in fertility, and we are so glad to have you here today.
2: Thank you so much, you guys, for having me.
1: So tell us a little bit about your practice and how you got into fertility
2: acupuncture. Um, so it's, it's kind of um, a long story, but I'll try to make it short. Uh, I used to be an architect and I had really, really imbalanced menstrual cycle. So I wouldn't get my period basically since the first time I got my period at age 13, Um, Since then, I never got my period on time. So I never got like monthly periods, I would get maybe three month cycles. Um, I always felt a little off with it. Like I knew something was wrong. Did you ever have a diagnosis as to why? No. And i um, at age 17. I finally went to the doctor. I think it was 16, 17. My mom took me to the, the GYN and he actually put me on the birth control pill and I wasn't even sexually active at the time. So it was yeah. kind of a surprise to me because I went thinking, okay, I'm going to go and he's going to give me some kind of solution and it's going to get fixed. But it was not, that was the only solution that I was given. And, um, of course I got my monthly bleed, And I even asked him, what happens if I get off? Well, you're going to go back to what you are now. I'm like, so that doesn't really solve the issue. But that was the only issue. That was the only solution I had every time I went to the doctor Uh for years. So what I would do is get on it, get off it, because I felt more bloated. I felt a little off when I was taking the birth control pills. So I kind of go on and off. And luckily, I listened to my intuition and didn't stay on it like, indefinitely is like as many people do right. without realizing so um so I remember at the age of 25 so I used to do architecture it was a very high stress job working in New York City um wow. corporate work um very male yeah. like timing yeah. male cycle you know we talk about the 24-hour male cycle versus like the women's infradian Monthly, rhythm yeah. <laughs> um so very much on that cycle And I remember going away at one point in between jobs for about three months, backpacking in Europe. And like the whole time I was away, I didn't get my period. I came home and I was like telling my mom, I'm like, there's got to be something that I can do. Like, there's got to be somebody I can see that's really going to address this. So she was like, oh, you know, I heard about this Chinese medicine doctor and he's really good. And um, he, he was the best thing. He was really good. And I just happened to find him cause it takes time to find good people. Right. And not only was he really good, but he was, uh, he, he was trained in China where they're trained in both Western and Eastern medicine. And he also happened to specialize in gynecology. <laughs> so it was perfect. Yeah, match made um, and, in
0: perfect.
2: <laughs> totally. And so he actually, regulated me like 100%. Like the first day I saw him, I came home and I got my period. Wow. Really? I was Bad just going to ask you like,
1: after what period of time? It was
2: like, he unblocked a dam. Oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> wow.
0: It
2: was really awesome. And so I was like, this is crazy. And I was like, but it, it, maybe I just happened to get my period. You know, who yeah. knows? But then four weeks later, I get my period again. And I, that was very unusual for me. Uh-huh. So I was like floored. I was like, this stuff is amazing. And, and
1: have
2: how you been often seeing him? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what's oh. really crazy is I didn't see him for another 5 weeks from the first time and okay. I got my period a second time 4 weeks later and that's when I was like I got to keep seeing this guy like consistently yeah. and I got to you know this is amazing. So I started thinking consistently, and not only was I getting my period on time, I started feeling better overall. Um, I almost feel like my confidence increased. I felt like it's just I, what it was now looking back, I was just more balanced, right? and I was more at ease. And so he kind of got my energy to flow. Um, I wasn't taking things as, as uh, personally or, you know, so many things like that which seems so subtle. But now that I understand kind of the background of Chinese medicine, I can see how that would work. Yeah. Isn't it interesting that we sometimes
1: don't even realize how unbalanced we are until we actually get in a balanced flow. And you're like, oh my gosh, I was so far from where I needed to be. Right? Totally. And
2: um, and I, I liken it to like a massage. Like, I don't need a massage. I don't really feel too tight. As soon as somebody puts their hands, on, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so tight. Like I feel yes. all my knots. <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
0: It's also interesting too, that people just think that acupuncture is just so physical and helps you physically, but mentally it did so much for me too. You know, I have done acupuncture through two of my IVF cycles and, um, you know, I lost my grandma during that time. I lost a pregnancy and, um, I noticed such a shift in the way I handled those losses and compared to. When I'm not doing acupuncture, I moved away. Um, so I don't see my acupuncturist anymore, and I haven't found one in my area yet, but it's amazing just the way you process and, you know, your whole outlook is, you know, it's not just such a physical thing as it is emotional as well. So totally,
2: totally. And in Chinese medicine, we actually address the spirit. We mm-hmm. acknowledge the spirit. Let me just say that like, because mm-hmm. uh, Western medicine, although Western medicine is totally needed. And I, I love to kind of work the two, you know, cause I work with a lot of people getting Western medicine treatments and it works amazingly. Yeah. Um, but they don't acknowledge the spirit. They really mm-hmm. just don't acknowledge the spirit they see it as a physical and they they kind of study the physical and there's pluses to that because you kind of learn from a different perspective but Mm -hmm. that's something that I really loved about it is acknowledging the spirit and how much that's really tied in so like every organ that we have has an emotion it has an energy it has a tendency it has a taste it has a direction and in the universe it's pretty amazing
1: that is And so you ended up getting your period regularly. You were totally stoked
2: on this guy now, right? Oh my God. He was amazing. And then, you know, it's funny because like, once you start to kind of align yourself, then you start to realize what's not really working in my life. And I was like, I'm not really happy at my job. It doesn't fulfill me. It's almost like you start to feel yourself more. Mm -hmm. You start to feel your spirit more. You can hear it kind of nudging you. A little bit more, you almost can't ignore it once you start to get balanced. Yeah. So that was kind of nudging me. And I was like, um, realizing just how important it is what you do in your life as a living, because you're spending so much of your time doing something. And when it's without purpose or it doesn't really feel aligned with your purpose, then it can get you sick. So I felt very like, I, I gotta do something about this. This isn't really filling me up. So it took a, you know, it was a good couple of years because Of course, my parents paid for my college. Mm -hmm. I went to do a five-year program for architecture. So it's like, it wasn't a simple thing. Which is not easy, by the way. It's not. And then you go back and you kind of have the conversation and they're like, what? Are you crazy? Like, come on. So, you know, so having to deal with that. And of course, and then I, I ended up getting married so it was kind of like a little bit of a different thing. So he was actually, he's a Western medicine doctor. He's an ER doctor. And he encouraged me to go back to school. He's like, you don't, you don't love your job. And I gave it like a lot of time and I gave it a lot of chances. He's like, you just don't love it. He's like, go do something that you love. So I was lucky. I found somebody who's very encouraging. And we, we, uh, he finished his residency. We moved down to Florida and I enrolled into an Ayurvedic program. Um, And that was amazing. And it was kind of like the first, my first taste um, into herbs, um, aromatherapy, although it's just not licensed in America, it doesn't have that established. So so then um, at that time, I love
1: everything Ayurvedic, but can you tell people a little bit about what that is just on a high level of what that even means?
2: Yes. Thank you for asking because (laughs) um, sometimes you you don't realize, but yes. So Ayurveda is ancient Indian medicine, just like Chinese medicine is like an ancient Chinese medicine Mm -hmm. and they're kind of cousins. So, you know, when, while we have the acupuncture points in Ayurvedic medicine, there's Marma points. And so there's a lot of similarities um, in the way they treat. And it's also about balancing your elements, um, which is kind of like a parallel that they both have. Uh, However, like I mentioned, it's a little newer in the United States so it doesn't have a, as much licensing, and um, you know, so it was something that it was great to learn, but I wanted to like do a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and then I paused for a little bit because we decided to have kids, and I go back and I thank Dr. Lee for that because had I stayed on the same path, I probably would not have easily gotten pregnant. Right. Um. For sure. sure. In mean, Three month cycles. When are you ovulating? You have no, or was I even ovulating? I have right. no idea. Right. Um, so then years later, when the kids got older, I went back to school for acupuncture and that is, um, after graduating, I decided to specialize in fertility because I was just obsessed. It was just so fascinating for me. And I love working with women.
1: Yeah, it is so fascinating because it's kind of like a Pandora's box, right? Of to your point of like, why wasn't from the start of your period, why wouldn't, wasn't it regular to, everybody else, there's just so much, like, it's kind of like, you have to be a good investigator to get into that field to see, like, peel back the onion to see what's really happening and how to cure that.
2: Mm -hmm. That is a really good point that you bring up, because even as trained as we are, um, and even if we specialize in fertility, and like learn the ins and outs, and every herb, and every acupuncture point, every everything possible, I still, you know, have to get to know my patients through the treatments. So are they going to respond to this? Or are they going to respond to that? And you kind of like learn and and peel, like you said, the layers as you're going.
0: Did you ever go back to your original doctor, um, your acupuncturist? And does he know that you entered this field and everything? I did. I called okay. him.
2: He's actually retired now. I uh-huh. called him. Um, I went to New York. I have a picture with him. I was like, let's, I gotta take a picture with you. And I'm actually trying to get him on my podcast. Because because oh. people know him on my podcast because I tell a story all the time. Yeah. Thank God for Dr. Lee. It's all about Dr. I I love Dr. <laughs> Lee. Dr. Lee's like the best. And so um I'll get him on. i I just try, I, I didn't leave a message. I have to call him back and, and kind of get him on. Um, hopefully he's good with Zoom. He's, you know, he was. Amazing, because he was so old school with like the herbs and everything. Yeah, um, he never had anything electronic; it was all written down. He's like yeah. really, just uh, amazing. He was such an amazing guy. So that's where I might have to call his son to make sure that he's he gets on with Zoom and right.
1: And right. get him on. <laughs> that's funny. I just remembered my fertility acupuncturist was Doctor Lee too. <laughs> oh, how cool! Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's so funny. Uh,
0: so, 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 Oh, go ahead, Kelsey. Um, oh no, I was just gonna say real quick something I always wondered too, because I actually asked my acupuncture something. So do you actually get acupuncture yourself? And he's like, it's funny because I actually don't like needles, and I know that's so weird to say, uh-huh. but um, so do you still get acupuncture and are your periods regulated or like what's going on with that?
2: So that's a good question. Uh-huh. I don't get as much acupuncture myself. I uh-huh. do give myself acupuncture sometimes. You do it I'm yourself. I'm so busy, okay. but I'll tell you something. This is my philosophy, like theory and I actually it's interesting because I had um uh what's I'm trying to remember his name it's Chunyi Lin mm-hmm. Chunyi Lin. he's like a master in Qigong I had him on my podcast and we were talking about energy uh-huh. and when you're healing people you kind of open up yourself up to a certain type of energy and you almost right. become a channel so it's weird but I feel like almost through osmosis I'm getting treatments when I treat people. And the reason I could mm-hmm. say that is because when we had the quarantine, when we first got into quarantine, we had to shut down for two months mm-hmm. and I wasn't treating people. I felt stagnant in yeah. my body.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And if that's the craziest thing, I was doing the same thing. I was exercising, I was moving but I felt the stagnation and as soon as I was able to treat people it was almost like I'm I'm kind of channeling this channeling, yeah like for sure it's part of this energy and this energy kind of comes through me because we were having a conversation the whole idea of like healers feeling like are we drained when we heal and he and I think that th- that's a myth or it's a belief and you could feel drained if you really believe that or you can kind of connect to this vast universal healing energy And you get part of that as well. And you actually feel exhilarated and and alive. So he said the same thing. He said, yes, that's a, it's a myth. And when you do believe that, of course, you're going to feel drained, but it's a myth. You actually get healed when you heal.
1: (laughs) I believe it. That's so, what a great question, Kelsey. Thanks for asking that.
2: Yeah.
1: Another question is, so are all herbs okay when you're doing a round of IVF. So I get this question a lot. Like they're taking their meds from the doctor and then they come back from the acupuncturist and they have like 18 bottles of like, take 20 of this and 10 of this and whatever. And you know, what is everything okay to interact together? None at all.
2: It's not, it's actually um, as a matter of fact, so I I actually certified with Aborn, which is American board of oriental reproductive medicine. And um, they're based in in, uh, California and also Vancouver. And so basically, even with them, you know, what I've learned is you do not mix herbs mm-hmm. with hormones okay. or medication or stimulation, you know, when it comes to IVF or IUI, or, you know, if it's like medicated IUI, yeah. you don't mix it. And, and the reason why it's, it's such a unique specialty is because we learn a lot about supplements as well. Uh-huh. And where supplements come in handy is when people are doing medications and medicated procedures, because then at that point you use supplements and, and a lot of times clinics will be okay with those supplements as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't use herbs. You do not mix herbs with medications when it comes to hormones. Okay. Because-
1: so I hope everybody who's listening to this, make sure you're talking to your doctor that you're going to an acupuncturist mm-hmm. and vice versa. So everybody knows You know, I always like to say it's your fertility team. Everybody knows what's happening. And also if you have a coach involved as well, because it's so important to make sure that you get it right and you're not having one contradict the other or make you sick, you know, for that
2: matter. 100%. And then what I do say is if you want to prepare three months before IUI or IVF, Mm -hmm. great. You can do, we can go all out, you know, use everything, including the herbs, but then as soon as you start the stims, and I would even say a week before, do not do it. And also, if you have any questions about anything, always ask your doctor. Yeah. And ultimately, you want to ask your doctor, not the yeah. acupuncturist, because you're right. doing IVF with the doctor. They yeah. know what you should or shouldn't take.
0: Right. Yeah, that's an interesting point, because I did go see a fertility-based um, acupuncturist my very first round. And She's like, okay, take this pill. I think it was like three times a day or four times a day. And she's like, it's going to make you hot and this and that. And I was like, I had this weird feeling like, I don't know if I should be doing this while I'm d- doing my meds, but I never asked my doctor, but I just didn't take them because I was just too scared. Um, But I'm glad that you touched base on that because, you know, if going forward, I ever <laughs> encounter that problem, I'll know not to take them. Cause I don't know why I just, I'm like, this just can't be right. Like I'm taking way too many things and putting too many things in my body. And I did think it would like, you know, counteract or do something. So I was like, I'm just not going to do it. But um, yeah,
2: well, let me tell you that, that what you just said is such an important point. uh Like you listen to your intuition, something inside of you said, don't do it. And so I tell, I tell my patients, I tell everybody always listen to that gut feeling. Mm -hmm because it will not lead you astray. It's amazing how people have had that gut feeling and they've ended up having like pushing the doctor with resistance. You know, the doctors would be resistant to like diagnose something that was going on that they didn't even like think to look for the doctors, you know? So listen to that intuition. So you, you had that guidance, that nudge. I think it's really important to listen to it.
0: And it's funny because talking about that guidance and just being kind of spiritual, I feel like, were you a spiritual person before acupuncture? Because I feel like acupuncture Always. opened my, oh, okay. I feel but like acupuncture did. is what started me to kind of open up, you know, to being more spiritual. Like I was not noticing where my energy was going and, you know, different things like that. And I just, I think I feel like when I started acupuncture I became much more spiritual with myself. So, but you said you were always pretty spiritual. Yes,
2: but, but I wasn't an aligned spiritual person. So like, I was curious about spirituality, but I didn't know how to work my energies like you were just saying. And I didn't understand how like my emotions affected my overall energy until I started to become more body aware. And then, and then I was more aligned and uh, with my intuition, much more like sharp. Yeah. yeah. Tuned in, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So if somebody's coming to you and
1: they haven't, you know, they're just saying, I I think we're gonna start trying soon, but you know, my periods are somewhat normal, but I don't really know. Who's your ideal patient to see? Like are they when should they start going to acupuncture for their fertility specifically? you know, before? Is it because most of us walk in when we're like at desperate times. to right, be like, Exactly. We need to have ev- everything to help us rather than like, stepping back and saying, I'm going to start however long before. So what's that ideal sweet spot for somebody who's going to try to conceive?
2: So I always say the magic of three months, you know, um, because it takes three months for eggs to mature. So whatever you're doing, you know, it's interesting, because I have protocols for egg retrievals, and I have protocols for um, transfers. And obviously you're working more on the lining with transfer and more on the eggs with retrieval, um, for the transfer, it's very important to have acupuncture right around that time for the retrieval. People are like, well, I'm about to have the retrieval. Should I get like more extra acupuncture? Yeah, it could help with maybe blood flow, but we were working on your eggs three months ago. (laughs) Right. So so if somebody's planning on on starting maybe in the future I would say 3 months is a beautiful time to start to give yes. yourself really and that's when you'll really see the effects like you'll really get the benefits as far as egg health which obviously is so important on so many different levels and that's ultimately you know it's it, it's going to prevent miscarriages because you're working on the energy and the health and the vibrancy of the egg with supplements, with herbs, with acupuncture, and I work a lot with mindset as well. I do hypnotherapy, you know, kind of adding everything into the mix because we're a whole person. We're not like parts, you know. Right, absolutely. And so this happens for
1: me a lot, where people come in, you know, pretty soon when their retrieval is about to happen, and they're like, "I don't have three months. Is it still going to work for me?" You know, it is does it still
2: work. They're still the going to get benefits. Yeah. You know, they're still going to get benefits because it does promote blood flow. So you're still going to get something and something is better than nothing. So I wouldn't say, you know, like if you don't have the hole, then should I stop? No, you're going to get something.
0: Right. So awesome. I'm going to be doing an egg retrieval probably in a few months, but, um, what are the benefits of coming to you three months prior? Like, how does that help your eggs maybe quality or does it help your numbers or like, what is it like when I, you know, what does acupuncture help with, with your eggs in general? Do you know?
2: Yes. So, so basically I'm I'm going to explain on different tiers. So one of the ways that I work with people is also doing, um, not just acupuncture, but supplements, which okay. as you know, like if you've read, it starts with egg, like yeah. 10, right. all those things. And also eating certain uh, foods, okay. you want to lower inflammation right. in general. Okay. Um, it helps with that quality. And it, you also, and it also helps with your ability to assimilate nutrients better, Okay, lower inflammation in the body. And you also want to have healthy fats, like bas- basically nourish your body through foods, So there are certain foods and you also want to decrease um, alcohol, sugar, all the things that cause flare ups and inflammation. So that's like kind of one part of it. Another part of it is, uh, is the blood flow and Chinese medicine in generally lowers inflammation in the body. Um, it also helps with blood flow in the area. It also helps with release, you know, getting the meridians to be more free with the energy that's moving. So we're like a circuit. And just think of a machine. And if the machine isn't able to communicate with itself where the different parts aren't able to, able to communicate, it's going to, it's going to affect the overall function of the machine. Okay. And so our bodies are able to nourish that. And what egg quality really comes down to is, is energy, um, ATP mitochondria. Um, if you look at a regular cell, you know, since the ovum is a cell, right? So if you look at regular cells in the body, there are about five to 7,000 mitochondria, mitochondria, if people don't know, are the powerhouses. It's an organelle in the cell that are like basically your power factory of each cell. So that's uh, five to 7,000 regulars. And now if you compare it to an ovum, it's in the hundreds of thousands. Wow. So it needs a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. And as we age our ATP, which are the energy units, it decreases. So that's why coq10 is so good. Mm -hmm. And then also um, a lot of antioxidants, they'll protect the mitochondria and the DNA in the mitochondria. So they're able to function better. So you're working kind of to get the energy overall, the chi in your body to improve. And you're also getting the blood flow. And what does blood do? It brings oxygen into every, you know, nourishes all the different parts of your body and the ovaries and the uterine lining. So it's kind of like such a multifaceted thing. It takes a village. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And they use that
1: term, you know, you're blocked or we're going to unblock you, your energy today. And I really believe in that to mm-hmm. really kind of visualize your body just opening up when you're laying there. And I think that time too, from a mental standpoint of just staying still for those mm-hmm. moments is so healing as well and visualizing that energy starting to flow and the unblocked energy moving now, you know?
2: Oh, totally. And, and, you know, you bring up a really good point because visualization, it's not, we don't just have imagination just because it's fun. (laughs) You know, it really does serve a purpose in our life and, and we can, our bodies actually respond. So I did this like exercise with people of imagining a lemon, a really juicy lemon, and people will salivate yeah. When just by <laughs> imagining it, so imagining it. So, like, why are they salivating? Are they really having a lemon? Like, why is their body responding as if there's a lemon in their mouth? Because they're. Okay, you're laughing. Tell me.
0: (laughs) No, I just, before you even said that, I felt my mouth water and I'm like, okay, this is ridiculous. You're so easy, Kelsey.
2: Well, you know what though, Kelsey, like that is a good sign. It means that your imagination is really strong. So you (laughs) actually would really benefit Mm because not everybody does. Like, If I have a group of people, like maybe 90% will salivate, maybe 10% they're like, "I, I felt nothing. Yeah. <laughs> They're kind of like a little bit more tough to kind yeah. of crack. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's great. So you're open. Super open. That's great.
1: Really that's great.
2: Funny. <laughs> Is there any advice yeah, to, that it. you would give to our
1: <laughs> listeners, Michelle?
2: Yes. Um, I, I I'm so big on like listen to your gut, listen to your gut. When you go to the doctor's office, and you know, nobody knows everything, not your naturopath, not your acupuncturist, not your doctor, not anybody, nobody knows everything, nobody can predict the future. And when you're being told, because I've seen it so many times, you can't get pregnant on your own or whatever it is, or you have x amount of chance for this or this percent, or that percent, I've heard so many times, those words uttered, and then despite those words, people getting pregnant naturally, and like, really overcoming those odds Mm -hmm. that they're given, did they really have the odds? Or were they given those odds? So nobody knows the future. And the body's incredible. And um, after doing this work, I've, I've, like learned to have even more faith in the body, the body is so amazing. It's so it's able to self heal. So It's about finding balance and listening to your intuition. And when you start to eat intuitively, exercise intuitively, when you just listen to your body, the more you listen, the more it's going to speak to you. And the more it's going to speak to you, the more you get guided to balance. So like if you can't afford going to an acupuncturist, I know a lot of people are going through hardships. You can at least start that practice of of listening to yourself, scanning Mm -hmm. your body. Mm -hmm. And little by little, you'll get more in touch and more aligned with your intuition. And it's going to guide you exactly where you need to go. Great. And where can people find you? Um, So the easiest way is Um, michelleorovitz.com. Through there, they can connect with the podcast, with my clinic. I have everything. It's kind of like uh, the hub
1: fantastic well thank you for your time today we really appreciate yeah, it thank you. so much more i feel like we could talk about for hours around all of this but we value your time and thank you so much again
0: thank you michelle thank you guys
2: we'll so much soon. and kelsey it was so nice to meet you, you too. I know Elizabeth. But <laughs> <laughs> this is great thank you. Great,
1: see you thanks michelle thanks for listening to the pretty little tribe podcast
0: You can find us on Instagram at Pretty Little Tribe. And if you related to this episode, take a screenshot and hashtag Pretty Little Tribe because we want to see those in our DMs so then we can share them in our story too and give you some love back.
1: Of course, if you have a topic idea or want to be on the podcast, email us at prettylittletribe at gmail.com.
0: Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review.
1: Thanks again for joining your tribe today and we will see you next time.